0: At JC Penney, fashion counts for everybody and every at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now you can save $50 on Select Battery Tool Sets. Real steel. Offer valid on Select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
1: What's going on and welcome into the Tuesday edition of the Pelicans Podcast, presented by SeatGeek. I'm Daniel Salarson and Kicking off the week, celebrating our, our our week on the podcast for women and his women in sports. It is Women's History Month uh, across the nation and across the um, the globe, I should say. As International Women's Day was on Sunday, um, couldn't have asked for a better guest right now, and that is Jen Hale, television sideline reporter for Fox Sports New Orleans, also the NFL on Fox and. Currently, I, I'm guessing, is establishing some residency in Sacramento since she's been there so long. Jen, if you registered the vote, are you considered a Sacramento resident as of now?
0: <laughs> I think I'm getting close. They'd love me to start paying taxes, that's for sure. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Well, I appreciate you coming on, and Jen, I thought it was very important to have you on because, you know, as someone is so influential influential in this city, what's the meaning as far as you've seen so many women now in in the world of sports whether it's broadcasters, whether it's executives, whether it's, you know, assistant coaches, and it doesn't just have to be in basketball. How nice has it been that, you know, more women have been included in these fields than, say, maybe 15 or 20 years ago?
0: It's a great point you make, Daniel. It's it's amazing the jump that, that women have made, the footprint that they now have in this industry. And, and I think the most telling thing is that now, instead of being... It's becoming more the norm. It's not such a special headline anymore. It's, it's slowly starting to become, well, of course. you know, The first thing that you mention isn't the fact that, oh, she's a female. It's that, wow, she's great at her job because of this. She's so effective because of that. And, and to me, that's, that's where you want to go. You, you don't want to get this job because you're a female. You want to get a job in this industry because you're the most qualified and the best at it. And, and I think we are heading in that direction so much more forcefully now than, say, 10, 15 years ago.
1: Do you think it's getting close where we're kind of not having to say, you know, first female reporter or, you know, I saw I was watching a hockey game on NBC. They had the first female crew on a broadcast or how close are we to getting to that point? Or do you think there is some ways to go here as far as the inclusion standpoint?
0: Oh, there's definitely a ways to go. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. Um, but I, I think we're 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 getting closer and closer. And and as you start, you know, checking these boxes of the first female NFL official, the first female hockey broadcasting crew, the first female full time NBA team analyst, um you know, that's that's shattering a glass ceiling, so to speak, and paving the way. So it won't be so odd. It won't be so revolutionary for the next person, uh, especially when you see what great jobs, how effective these women are being in those roles.
1: You do a great job of being inclusive as far as even women in your field. You know, you try to help so many people out as you're kind of one of those people that wants to just work with someone and help someone out instead of working against them. How important is that for not only, you know, far as men being in this field and including women but just women in general you know working with each other to kind of make a big leap forward
0: it's absolutely crucial um so many women have paved the way for me and been my best friend so to speak in this business my biggest advocate and it's it's so important that we we set the tone if we're fighting against each other as women if, if 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 girls look at each other as the competition, the enemy, how can we expect men to treat us any differently? You know, it's it's really, really important that, that you come in with the right attitude and you carry yourself through with it and that you don't degrade down to the stereotypes. Uh, unfortunately, so many sitcoms, so many media messages, so many things in the world want to pit women as enemies against each other. And it shouldn't be that way. It does not have to be that way. Thankfully, it's not in many circles, and I think it's really crucial we keep sending that message out.
1: Who are some of the women that paved their way for you, Jen? Who are some of the females, and it could be males, too, that you've looked up to um, growing in your career or just in, in general in life?
0: As far as the women go, there are so many, but um, some of my favorite stories, when I was just getting started in sidelines, I'd been in local news, so I had some idea of, had some sort of broadcasting background, but certainly didn't know the rules of what do you do or don't do on an NFL sideline. You know, can you, in the NBA, for instance, you can listen into the huddle. You absolutely cannot do that on an NFL yeah. sideline. You will get thrown out very quickly, mm. little things like that. And um, Susie Colbert and Laura Oakman both had super long phone conversations with me and were lifelines that first year of bouncing off questions, bouncing off ideas, helping me fine-tune what I was doing, and I was so grateful because I was so far below them. There was no need for them to take that much time with me, but they were 100% willing and excited to do it, and I am forever grateful for them. Um, As far as a male perspective, Dick Stockton, I'm so blessed to have worked with him for so long. He has helped me through so many situations. Uh, giving me advice, giving me perspective. Um, you know, you, you come at a situation naturally based on your own experiences and background. And, and I looked at a lot of things as a female, obviously. And he helped me navigate a few trouble spots early on in my career by pointing out, okay, here's the other side of that. And here's here's why you don't want to approach it this way because you're thinking one thing, they're thinking another don't overreact or don't underreact. And, and I'm forever grateful for that.
1: What would be some of your advice for young children out there, whether it's a young man or a young woman that, whether it's this field or somewhere else, as far as inclusion and not looking at gender, looking at who's qualified or look at someone for how well they're doing and not because of their gender, what advice would you give to a young person right now that is interested in whether it's broadcasting or something else?
0: Uh, well, I think you actually said it quite perfectly. You know, you you shouldn't be looking at race or gender or other superfluous factors when it comes to jobs. It's who can do it best and who can make your organization strongest. And also, for those who, who get worried about competition, uh, you know, I'll, I'll just borrow an adage from the sports world, iron sharpens iron. And I am so grateful for the absolute boss women and boss men, too, that, that I've had the pleasure of working with because they've made me better. Watching what they do, how they approach their job, different ideas, it's definitely made me a better broadcaster. And I would not be where I am if I hadn't been pushed by their example, by the work they were doing, to step up my game. And I hope that continues. I, I certainly plan for that personally to continue in my life.
1: Certainly some great advice out there for those listening to this podcast. We're talking with Jen Hale, uh, Pelicans TV sideline reporter for Fox Sports New Orleans, also on the NFL on Fox. And Jen, let's focus on this basketball team right now that's in a hunt for the eighth spot in the Western Conference. Still have some work to do with 18 games to go, four back, but you got the road trip off to a good start with a win against Minnesota. And now if you look at tomorrow, you know, every game's important, but you're facing a team in Sacramento that has the same record as you. When you've been around this team the last few games, coming going back to the Miami game, do you feel like they're feeling the pressure a little bit, or do you feel like they're kind of loose and just wanting to play their game and it'll all play out?
0: I think they certainly understand the situation. Um, every game, every time I walk into the locker room pregame, speak with the players or the coaches, I would describe it as a bit of a playoff atmosphere. They know it's win or go home, pretty much, Um as far as the pressure, I think they're doing a good job making it, making it a, a positive thing. I, I wouldn't say that I feel like they feel tight or they feel um, weighted, burdened by this. I think they feel inspired and excited. And, and sometimes it's a real big difference to me what makes a great player, no matter what sport you're talking about, a winner. Um, versus just a great performer. And one of the things that I think we're seeing with the Pelicans right now, and I'm encouraged by, I think they're thriving under the spotlight. And instead of seeing it as pressure, they see it as an opportunity. And I feel like and that to me is what's going to help make them be winners.
1: I apologize for interrupting you. Uh, I'm glad you said that, though, because it kind of brings me to my next point as far as, of course, this team wants to make the playoffs. But at the end of the day, when you're looking at expectations from the very beginning of the season, And what you wanted to see out of this team, you're pretty much not at your goal, but you're seeing them being in the the race, being uh, talked about as far as one of the teams that can make the playoffs. And with such a young team out there, I feel like this is so healthy for these young guys and some of these guys that haven't been in the situation for just to learn how to be in the situation, whether they make the playoffs or not.
0: A hundred percent, Daniel, you're exactly right. This is invaluable experience to be playing meaningful games in March and April, they are going to grow so much from it, even if they do not end up making that race for 80, even if they end up being on the um, outside looking in, unfortunately, which we're not going to go there. We're going to be positive. But the, the experience and the lessons they're going to take away are going to pay such huge dividends next season because I foresee for next season, they're not going to be competing for the eighth spot. They're going to be gunning, I think, for third, fourth, fifth. Um, and, and the lessons they're learning now, when they get off to a much better start, they don't dig themselves into a hole. The first thirteen games, when you don't have a Zion Williamson, so to speak, um, they're, they're going to pay huge dividends. They're going to have been there and known how to conduct themselves and known how to prepare themselves. Don't forget how many rookies, how many young guys are on the squad. That it's it is a totally different equation to to budget and manage yourself for 82 games plus a postseason as opposed to college.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. That's a great point. And and talking about, you know, you're missing one of your crucial guys off the bench in J.J. Redick, and I feel like the bench production has gone down, but as far as trying to carry the load, as far as three-point shooting is concerned, we have to look at Lonzo Ball right now, who is shooting lights out. He's had a couple of games with seven or more threes. He had four the other day in the win against Minnesota. Um, From talking to Lonzo and talking to some of the coaches, what's been the biggest key as far as, his development in his three-point shot, I know working with Fred Vincent has certainly been a factor, but does he, do you notice a different confidence level with him when he's shooting the basketball from beyond the arc?
0: Night and day difference, absolutely. The fine-tuning of his mechanics, moving his shot from one side to the other, making sure his arm doesn't drop on his follow-through, those two mechanical tweaks have been huge for him, and they have been big for his confidence. When, when you watch him just on the court and practice or around the team, you can tell how much more comfortable he is. When we first started at the beginning of the season, he was quiet. He kept to himself. He didn't interact with his teammates all that much. Now he's dancing at shoot around. He's joking around with his teammates. You'll see him throw his arm around somebody. Uh, it, it just it speaks volumes to where he is in his journey. And I think when you have that sort of comfort level, especially considering what he came from, it really unlocks the best in a person. And he's feeling he's feeling like he has the support and people who have his back to go out there and leave it all out on the court. And that's a vulnerable position, and it's one that he's he can now put himself in, and the Pelicans are reaping the
1: benefits. We talk about how close the rookies are with Zion Jackson and Nikhil, but you mentioned kind of his surroundings right now, and I feel like the perfect person – is with him right now, Brandon Ingram, because they're sort of going through this together. A new team; um, they both have thrived with their new team and their new roles. But as far as their worth ethic is concerned, I feel like those two are kind of helping each other uh, grow in the in, in their careers. Would you say?
0: Absolutely, it's a really good point, point. Uh, and I think I think you could say that about a lot of the young pieces on the squad as well, not just those two. Uh, but but Bi's work ethic; he's one who doesn't talk a lot about it you kind of have to pull that out of him in interviews he leads by example and to me that's the best way and when you look at you look at the difference in the stats the production the fact he was an all-star this year and he's still so quiet and humble he's the guy walking into the arena he knows every usher and security guard's name he's giving hugs he's saying hello uh the way he carries himself and the results on the court are undeniable they speak volumes and it's a wonderful example for these younger rookies who are looking for what is the formula for success. It goes beyond so much more than just natural talent or what you did in high school and college. It's a whole different um, system here now, and BI is a fabulous example of, of how to do it the right way.
1: Yeah, and it certainly certainly shows on the court with those two and just the chemistry of these five start guys in the starting lineup Um, since Zion Williamson has been back so it should be fun to watch and hopefully the Pelicans can get a few more wins on this road trip Jen I really appreciate the time taking time out of your busy schedule to join us today bring back some of those wins Um, I know you only have one more day in Sacramento then you move on but take a win from there and uh, we appreciate the time
0: we will do our absolute best Daniel thanks so much for having me
1: Great stuff there from Jen Hale on today's Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. Trying to find tickets to basketball games or any other live event can be complicated. There's hundreds of sites and shady pricing with SeatGeek. You can do everything in one place. Search for and discover the best deals on seats. Buy from any device and sell and transfer tickets in just a couple of taps. Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed. So, you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Best of all, our listeners will get $20 off their first purchase in the SeatGeek app. Use the code GOPELS, all one word, all caps, at checkout. Seeky, score the best deals on ticket. We have a great lineup of guests for you this week and all-female crew this week as we celebrate Women's History Month and uh, also women in sports. Of course, Jen Hale kicked this off today with a great podcast. Tomorrow you'll hear from Vice President of Basketball Ops and Team Development Swin Cash. And then we're efforting to get you someone on Friday, a national perspective on the Pelicans so it should be a great week of podcasts and hope you can join us for all three. Again, the Pelicans are practicing later on this afternoon in Sacramento. And then we'll finally play some basketball tomorrow night at 9.30 p.m. Central Time against the Sacramento Kings. I'll have more on that game for you tomorrow on our podcast. All right. Until tomorrow's podcast, I'm Daniel Salarson. Thanks for listening to the Pelicans podcast presented by Seeky.